Coast Gold. COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 or Wuhan coronavirus, which is what we referred to it uh, when it first started. It has many names and it also has many uh, symptoms and, and some of the outcomes are mild and a few of the outcomes um, are severe with the mortality rate being fairly high at the moment. So we've got Shane Manning on the line who joins us all the way from Dubai. Shane, great to have you here. Thank you firstly for taking some time to chat to us. Pleasure. Great to be here. How are you doing? Yeah, we're doing pretty well. We're in lockdown in South Africa. I know you guys are as well. Shane, let's just rewind for a second because your story is a very interesting one. It wasn't just about thinking you had it, being tested and then and then going into hospital. It was a bit of a roller coaster ride to get to the point where you actually confirmed that you actually had this disease. Talk us through. It was, it was. So long story short, it was the Sunday night. I started feeling a bit average, very basic, wasn't aggressive or anything like that. I'd been mountain biking that day out in the hills outside of Dubai with my family, crashed my bike like an embarrassing fool that I was. So I'm feeling a bit average and thought, okay, look, it's probably just a reaction of taking a good thump on my head and my back, suck it up, don't be a princess and get on with it. The next day, bang, wiped out, fever, uh, flu-like symptoms, things like that. But again, didn't think much of it. So the next... It's almost 48 hours. I was absolutely floored, totally wiped out. Rang the, the clinic, which is really close to us, to where we live, and said, look, I've got these symptoms. I haven't had any known contact with anybody that's been positive, nor have I traveled to any of the listed countries. Went down there. I still had a mask on, went down there. They tested me for everything but COVID-19, the coronavirus. They tested wow. me for influenza A and B, you know, stool samples, urine samples, blood samples, swab tests. An hour and a half later said, look, whatever it is, you're not infectious. Take some meds, take some vitamin C, stay hydrated, go home, get some rest. With that, I went home. Again, I was absolutely floored for the next, um, so that was the Tuesday. All of Wednesday in bed totally till I got out of bed Thursday morning. And now on the advice of the doctor was like, look, you're not infectious, you're not contagious, you don't have coronavirus, you don't have anything viral. At that point, I didn't know. So I went camping with my family and some friends and wow. things like that. But that in itself opens up another story as we progress. So we went camping, I kept taking the medicines and, and I wasn't too bad. I was still a bit feeling a bit under the weather, but you know, got on with it. We come back from the camping on the Friday afternoon, Friday evening, went to bed and that's when... I've sort of sort of structured this thing as three phases. So the first phase is that cold-like symptom where you just feel a bit average. The second phase or the second part of it is is the onset of the flu-like symptoms, but it's pretty aggressive. I, you know, I was running a fever for nearly two weeks of well above 39. Wow. wow. I topped out at 39.9, wow. um, averaging 39.7. I had the body ache, had the headache. I didn't have any cough or any runny nose at this time, plus the diarrhea. Then... This was the Friday evening I went to bed. Saturday, by about 4 p.m., my wife came in and just said, all right, enough. We're going back to the clinic. You're now developing a cough. But we also, during the camping trip, we also found out that an old friend of ours I'd had contact with, huh. he was positive. So with that, we rang the clinic again and said, look, we've had contact with somebody that's tested positive. So we went in again with the masks on and they were ready for us this time in a quarantined room. Did all the very unpleasant tests of the swab up the nose. So far it makes your eyes water and your body goes into shakes and the swab test inside your mouth. And it's, I mean, it's right down your throat. But at this time they were pretty certain looking at the state I was in, they were pretty certain I was in a pretty, pretty well advanced stage of, of coronavirus. And they also tested my wife, who strangely, and as, as you said off air, was asymptomatic. She only returned home last night after being uh, in forced lockdown. So 
We got the call the next day from the Dubai government, from the health authorities saying, look, your test has come back, you, both of your tests have come back positive. You need to home quarantine, separate. And I mean, we're in a very privileged position that we've got a house big enough to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And we've got three 10-year-old children, three triplets, we've got triplets. So, so you've got to think now, here is five people we could have potentially passed it on to. Sure. Plus when we were camping, it was a good friend and his wife and their two kids, plus my sister and her son. The guy from the health authority came in, fast forward short, look, it took him nearly two days to get me a bed in a hospital just because of the sheer volume of people, patients. Wow. Again, I'm in a privileged position where I've got good private health cover and I got put into one of the private hospitals here, which was brand new, amazing facilities, amazing staff. They came and took me in an ambulance. Again, all the ambulance staff were totally in all the hazmat gear. It was, it was pretty daunting when you got your three kids stood at the gate and you're getting wheeled off yeah. in an ambulance with guys. So the, the kids took it well, and off I went and got put into hospital. How long were you in hospital for, Shane? Nine nights. The last sort of three, I was in the, the final stages of healing. The first four were pretty, but that's when I was in the real, real clutches of this thing. And what I've likened it to is it's like a mechanical beast that's almost sadistic when it gets hold of you. It um, Honestly, it has taken me to some deep, dark, brutal places that I don't ever want to go to again. Yeah. When, it, when it's three and four in the morning and you're laying under three blankets absolutely freezing you can't breathe because i developed pneumonia as well right so here i've I've got this coronavirus which has taken over my whole body and then i got pneumonia which the doctors had said look you you know your lungs are 100 percent consumed by this thing you're really fighting a battle here and that 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 sort of hit home but i I guess i'm lucky that maybe i'm a bit too stupid to realize how, how close i was without sort of dramatizing it, but never once did I feel, you know, that proverbial edge where, you know, some people get, yeah. you know, whether it's, it's a virus and it's an infection or something like that. So what had happened to compound, to compound the situation, okay, yes, I, I've got full-blown coronavirus, which really took hold of me. Then I've got pneumonia, which has totally encapsulated my lungs. With that meant my lungs just weren't firing on any cylinders at all. My... O2 saturation levels in my blood were just decreasing daily to a varying level. Yeah. And then my CRP, which is, it's it's called the C-reactive protein. Now, I don't understand a lot of it, but it's your inflammation levels in your body. And as as they told me in the hospital, that regular healthy person should have anything between zero to five. On my worst day, I topped out at 120. Wow. Okay. Again, and the doctor had come in and said, look, you know, we're, we're still very worried about you. The antibiotics, the antivirals, um, they were giving me vitamin C, vitamin D injection every day. She said, you're still getting progressively worse and you're not reacting to the medicines of which, you know, globally there's, there's, a, there's a limitation on these, you know, that they can't make them as fast as they need them. So I sort of, to be honest, I took that with a pinch of salt. It was, okay, well, I've got a battle on my hands. I'm, I'm in a good place. Just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. And let's go through the motions. So yeah. off I went. How many times did they test you uh, before they were willing to declare you recovered or cleared? Three times. So once I'd returned the first negative, I believe it's for any of the, the patients here who have it in an aggressive nature like I did as opposed to my wife. 
It had to be three consecutive negatives spaced out by 24 hours. Ideally longer. They would love to do it every 72 hours, but the sheer reality is they just don't have the time. For sure, for sure, yeah. And they've sent me home to still be somewhat isolated. Okay, so th- I was going to say, third test negative, they send you home. They obviously sent you home with some instructions. Just instructions was to eat healthy. I had to be very weary of, of my lungs and the potential for permanent damage now. Yeah. I've started training again a little bit to a few people saying, hey, don't forget, you're, you're not as fit as you were three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've, I've, I did a little mini triathlon in the garden the other day. I've um, well rigged up a couple of surfing leg ropes um, to a big plant pot beside the pool. And, you know, I got, I got <laughs> well done. Done. well done. Yeah, and my kids, my kids all do little triathlons as well. So I've, I've had all them out there. Shane, just before we wrap it up. Okay, so how long ago did you go home and how are you feeling now after a certain amount of time? So I've been home nearly two weeks now. Yeah. And to be honest, I feel amazing. Okay. I, I feel really good. Still, as I said, you know, my lungs, I don't have that capacity. So being on the turbo train or anything like that, I've really made sure I've, I've kept everything in a, in a controlled manner. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I guess I've also got just the luxury of, of being stuck at home. So I'm, I'm cooking a lot more. I'm eating well. And I'm in a better routine because I, I own two of my own businesses. So I'm always go, go, go. So I've been lucky that... You know, I've been able to embrace the downtime more than anything. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, a bit of a lifestyle adjustment, uh, an unwanted uh, lifestyle adjustment, but perhaps in the long run, it'll be a good one. Last question for you. What do you want people to know and what do you think people should do in order to keep themselves safe? I would say for people to know, the first thing is this thing is real. You know, it's not going to get everybody, but the very minimal amount of statistics the health authorities globally know is it is highly contagious. So, you know... Don't just take your own health or your assumption that you're healthy for granted. Yeah. You know, stay healthy. Definitely try and implement a better lifestyle more than anything. Is I think that's the big one we can all learn from is just move a little bit. You know, Go for a walk, even if you are locked down around your house, around your garden. Eat that slice of bread, maybe not. Maybe go a bit of salad, things like that. Just eat well. Sleep well. You know, Rest is amazing. And get into some sort of routine that... You know, we have to embrace the situation we're in. It's not a great situation, but find some sort of positivity. Now, you know, you, you look back 20 years, none of us had phones that were connected to the internet. So we still had time. Let's grab this time now, put the phone down, go for a walk around your garden, walk around your balcony. We are so connected. And when things come back to that, that proverbial normal, we're all going to be complaining again that we're working too much. We don't have enough yeah. time for ourselves. Yeah. Shane Manning from Dubai, thank you so much. And to you and your wife, I hope she's uh, feeling a lot better as well. And to your family. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And uh, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. East Coast Gold.